Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Sophie Harmon. And I'm Frederick Ferrier. And this is Friends, Friends with, with Benefits. benefits. <laughs> That was perfect. No, I don't want to be eternalized you, like that. You sound so sexy when you talk like right. that. You know that. <laughs> okay, so now we've got word of the day. I'm Tom Reed. Will how is that as an impression of Tom? Awful what? and offensive. Um, we're not going to announce him like that. Okay, do your best impression of Tom, because I think Tom has... The, hey, my the... little darling buttercup, how are you today? Oh, you look perfectly marvellous behind the candelabra. That just sounds like you're auditioning for a role in an English movie, to be honest. It does. Don't give me those eyes. I mean, that's what I used for Made in Chelsea, and it fucking worked. That fucking worked. If you don't know who Tom Reed Wilson is, you've clearly been hiding under a rock for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. One of the most, I'd say, recognizable voices in English TV, I'd say. Absolutely. Also, I would personally describe him as the modern day Oscar Wilde. Oh, that is so good. Right? What would you describe me as? The modern day? Let's not get into that. Oh, please. Thor. So, word of the day, Tom Reed Wilson. That is quite good. Come on. He even no. There's no one that can come close to Tom Reed Wilson because he is so unique. He is isn't it just unique? A legend and an icon, and everybody who tries to imitate him will just isn't that with unique? It's either it's either unique or or not. Like you can't be a little bit unique or so unique. I never said he said he's been he's so unique. Yeah, he's a little bit unique. It's like you really I didn't don't... say little bit. He's super unique. Yeah, he is very. Anyway, one of our favorite. I'd say maybe our favorite so far. So Tom Reed Wilson, I met him personally for the very first time when I did Celebs Go Dating. There we go. Plug or in. Celebs Go Mating, how Freddie Mars likes to call it. it and he has been my mentor, friend, and also helped me write that absolute G of a poem that I composed in the end where I took a little inspiration from Eminem. I think the, the listeners would really appreciate just a little recital of that. Because <laughs> personally, I've, I've just been, it's, you know. Oh. I really tried everything to get over that because I, I cringed so badly. When Go I, on, Mama. Let's but, hear it. Let's hear it. Please never call me Mama again. Go because, on, Mama. No. Come on. Let's hear it. <laughs> right. So I took some of the lyrics from Lose Yourself. And turned it into a poem. This was uh, strongly encouraged by Tom Reed Wilson. So it went a bit, a little bit like that. Like my heart is weak, my head is heavy, my palms are sweaty, and it's all because of Tom's name. 
I mean, move over Socrates because there's a new gal in town and she is fire with the vocals. Would you say that Tom is your, was your sort of second favorite Tom on Celebs Go Dating? There will only be one Tom for me on Celebs Go Dating and that is Tom Reed Wilson. Okay, well, spoiler alert if you haven't seen that season of Celebs Go Dating, uh, just saying. <laughs> That's in the extras. Anyway, I think we're talking too much. I think we're, okay, let's get to the juice. Tom Reed Wilson, let's go. Look at you, you look so cute and you're here. Look at those beaming countenances. I've never seen so many lovely teeth. Oh, Tom. (laughs) It's all highly orthodontic. It's all very his smile or sort of the influence in high smile thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, (laughs) willkommen, mein Schatz. We're honored. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome Listen to, to Cabaret in Cabaret. You know that one, don't you, darling? I love oh. it. The vibrations I in your voice. I love to play the MC. I love <laughs> to play the MC. You'd be a wonderful Fräulein Sally Bowles. <gasps> Tom, I love your accent. It is honestly one of my favorite, favorite. You have one of the probably the best voice in UK TV, Definitely. if not global TV. Definitely. Huh. You're too kind. I was I was born sucking on a plum. Yeah. They tried to surgically remove it, but to no avail. No, it's funny because I was born sucking on a plum, but not, I hasten to add, on a silver spoon. I just happened to have a father who was an English teacher. He never thought he was going to be a father. He was sort of, he was a bit of a Henry Higgins figure, kind of confirmed bachelor. And my mum was a bit of an Eliza Doolittle figure. And um, they were a kind of reluctant, semi-accidental couple. And he didn't have another groove for chatting to kids at all. He would just sort of rain polysyllables down about us. And we had to kind of ascend to them, really, and, and ingest them and by osmosis figure out what they meant and so I got the plumminess and the polysyllables all from him and my sort of naughtier traits from my mama. Excellent. I mean (laughs) what's the naughtiest trait you inherited from mama? Oh gosh. Well she has a penchant for a tipple like me. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not having a tipple. Yeah what are you (laughs) doing? Is that breakfast wine? Sancerre also goes anything Uh, at least have the martini with toast. I mean come on. It's a gently sparkling mineral water. Okay. And it's just a bit of laryngeal lubrication in preparation for you guys. I love a bit of um, lubrication. I thought you are going to appreciate this top as well, since we like everything lubricated and phallic shaped. And angry and red. Oh, darling, what what is that? It's beautiful. It's most becoming. I love the color. What do you think it is? Well, it looks like a swollen... Yeah. Glossy red thing with with something rather phallic protruding from the top of it. It's but a I lipstick. It's a lipstick. But then my boobs kind of oh, it's a lipstick. Stretch. What's shooting out of it, darling? Oh no, it's it's then the lipstick. It's bleeding. <laughs> it's bleeding. It's a very angry STI. <laughs> 
Um, it's hemorrhaging. It's a it's STI it's STI awareness, and Sophie's just bringing the. <laughs> don't sleep around, kids. This is this is oh. the liquidized <laughs> lipstick that is pouring on top of it. Can I just tell you? I feel like the wreck of the Hesperus sitting here looking at you two because you look so sort of Nordic with these divine tresses falling down about your beaming countenances. It's just, <laughs> I just can't. Honestly, I've got a bit of a stonk on. Really? Like, does it look? I hope it doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I no, just that, heard that that's canine, called, isn't it? but I just heard it's called lip sticking. That's what Fred just taught me. That disgusting dog, word from a dog. Yeah. Oh well, I must tell you something rather awful. I yes. long to have a dog, and I can't have a dog hmm. because I have a pheromone that makes them go potty. I wish it was true of men, what? but it's not. It's just it's dog specific. And honestly, darling, I, I mean, we haven't walked around London enough together for you to see this yet, but. In the time it takes for the green man to come on at a crossing, a dog will attach itself to my leg. And I'm so accustomed to it now, I don't really mind. But the owners... Excuse me, what? And then they, they, they dry hump your leg? Yeah, they do. And, and very often the owner will say, I don't understand it. They've been neutered. And it still happens. It's most... <laughs> Tom, you old dog. Hey, literally. Rascal. I mean, what kind of Greek mythological creature are you that this half man, half like dog... You, you did a deal with the devil and you got the wrong species. <laughs> yes, I know. When I said I dogs, said I dog, meant lads. Just dog. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I must say, in a slightly formal way, it's really lovely to kind of, albeit virtually, make your acquaintance. Because although on the digital platforms we know each other and I know your wit as the king of the caption, we haven't actually met properly. I think, we? no, we did meet once at the um, uh, Jamie oh. and Francis live podcast. Do you remember in Clapham, there was that sort of, we went there. Yes, I think that's at the, the Clapham one time. Grand. And Jamie was in his birthday suit. Yeah, you made I, you made a far bigger. I remember that. That's one that we have met then, but I clearly <laughs> didn't make an impression. Unbelievable. <laughs> that's because this is why one should. That's never the insult say. insult of the day. <laughs> well, I get it. Oh, I get it because that's the thing. Because Fred doesn't drink, but everyone, most people do. So we then just forget about. I, at least I do. I forget everyone, <laughs> and, and literally like also everyone's name except their outfit. It's not a photographic memory. It's just. Oh uh, yeah, I remember it's a everything. It's a sartorial memory. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, yes. But that night, Freddie, I remember that I had to dart off as soon as I can't remember what it was. I, I think I might have had one of the god kids or something like that to look after. Too many dogs in the audience. <laughs> Heading to the vet. I had to very quickly zip off that night, so it might have been very fleeting, but. I yeah. just remember Jamie being in his birthday suit as he entered. I mean, that's just classic every every night. Oh, really? He yeah. loves getting his kit off, that guy. It's all that he time at boarding it. school. I mean, it just old habits die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Were you at school together? No, so he went to Radley oh. and I went to the oratory school. And there was this video that was circulating back before sort of even YouTube was a thing. Oh, God. And there was a dodgy Radley video that was like, that involved some quite dubious activity. Not the Jamie one where a... he where he tied his penis to the door. 
that one. No, I don't think it was as rogue as that. Oh, but like, Christmas. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to search it up quickly. Can I find the Jamie uh, video? Penis. Um, yep. <laughs> no, he was involved in a dodgy video. I can't remember. It wasn't like it wasn't was super it? strange, but it was just this. Everyone was no, heard about this like Radley video that Jamie was in. So it was started young with Jamie. He was yes. always getting his kit off. <laughs> you know. Oh my! Well, it was apt to happen in boarding school. I, you know, I played oratory at rugby. Did you? Although I'm much, much older than you, darling. No, no you're so not. I don't think that's lies. Aren't I? No, I aren't think I? we're all uh, kind oh, of the same. Seems awfully rude to ask your vintage, but <laughs> I mean, could you tick a box for me? Absolutely. Oh, how old am I? Yeah. Is I'm it 30, 30 to... <laughs> oh, you're is, such is a scam. <laughs> oh, as in... I, 30 I'm, to 34, I'm 20, 35 I'm 20, to... I'm 24 to 35. <laughs> That's not oh, a box that exists. Well. Nobody that is has a decade box. It's, it goes in fives. Everyone knows that. Okay, so I'm... Fred is two years younger than me, and so he that 20. makes him 299. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're two years younger than me, aren't you, Sophie? So I, I am considerably that, yeah. older. But it's fine because don't worry, Tom. Sophie's going to save us all because she's now, we're going to get umbilical cord stem cells oh, yes. injected into our face. Because stem Sophie... cells for everyone. I'm going to try this first and then and then you can follow my, my lead. Oh, yes. Well, thank you very much for being my couchant dance. Mm-hmm. What, what I do, not for the faint hearted, really, because I do it until I bleed. Oh. I'm still talking beauty, by the way. I was going to say. Oh, God, thank God. Um, but, <laughs> but I microneedle. I microneedle, and I have a mm. wonderful dermatologist. And she said to me, darling, um, just. Sophie get a hates a microneedle. <laughs> Sophie's had some very really? bad experiences with microneedle. She's like, I oh, couldn't even really? fucking see it, Freddie Mouse. No, he's bringing it back to the penis chat now. And yes, I did have <laughs> oh, have no. a really horrendous experience the other month. But yes, let's continue focus more on the face now because well, no one yeah. no one has well, a glow said, like Tom Reed. Oh, well, she said to me, she said to me most munificently, she said, you don't actually need much skill for microneedling. You just sort of do it with gay abandon all over your epidermis. Until it's as raw as you can cope with. Yeah. And I have a very, very high pain threshold. Do you? So I sort of do it until I'm beef carpaccio. <laughs> and then I just don't go out the following day. Put on a heap of SPF. And um, it really works very well. But you mustn't exceed bi-weekly. You know, that's really too Yeah, much. you have to be careful with it. And, and it's good that you lather that on the SPF. Because otherwise you look like a quail's egg. And, and you will just be yes. spotted with pigmentation. Nobody wants Indeed that. But do. when I microneedle, I can barely uh, take it on the forehead. Barely. Like, it... Fuck off. That's not what you told <laughs> me in Ibiza. It is thinner. <laughs> it is thinner there. It I know, that's like thinner thinner directly thinner. where your skull is. And it, it uh, really... Oh, I mean, when you say like in the epidermis, that's where I really feel like this is... It feels like I'm, I'm scalping myself. Yes. That's why you're com- yes, with the stem yes. cell treatment. They extract it from your own fat and they mix it up with the umbilical cord, exodotes, information, and then inject it straight onto your facial bone. But you're completely knocked oh. out for the whole procedure. Yeah. Oh, I say. Oh, gosh, I must investigate. Yeah, it's the be- that, that's the best part. I do enjoy a, how do you call it? Feinarkose, being knocked out. Oh, yeah. 
I have no idea. <laughs> well, you know, that, no, no, no. I love the amount of times the we have this conversation. Full sedation. Full, full, I love a fully sedated state of mind. Oh. <laughs> so I love, the, I love the idea, I don't know why, of the, the idea that actually when the cameras go off, Tom is this massive like Essex boy. And he goes, oh, yeah. Like, before he's like, oh, fuck, you know, I've got to do this podcast with these two twats from Maiden Chill. Oh, hello, my yeah. people. <laughs> like Ollie Whoa, Lock in it. it. It just wipes me out. I'm totally thrifty every <laughs> day. That see, that is so good. I love that 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 complete tone of voice. Sophie change. just fancied you. Sophie just I got did. a lady bone. I kind of got a little bit of ladywood. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to see here. I thought the table wobbled a bit. Your yeah. teacup was oscillating. I mean, apparently. Yeah, I'm not going to say that now. No, actually, I taught taught you that the other day that um, apparently the clitoris, but that only happens when climaxing, grows up to oh. ten times, like a micro well, penis. Darling, you know this because I've told you this, but you were one of the most downloaded episodes of my podcast. This is Sophie <laughs> I'm talking about now, and one of the others was the legendary Joe Brand, and she told me the most fascinating things about the clitoris. She said that really? it wasn't even included in 1948 in Grey's Anatomy. They spoke endlessly what? about the relative merits of the penis. And she said, in fact, the penis has something like a tenth of the nerve endings of the clitoris. So what can be achieved in terms of stimulation and satisfaction and gratification with the clitoris is... is Ten times as much as our phallus is. What can you compare it to on the male organ? Just the 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 tip. We have nothing comparable, really. Really, no, we have absolutely nothing comparable. You poor things. I feel so sorry for you now. Oh. Well, we get by. Down. Can you feel this, Freddie Mouse? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you poor sexually frustrated I... little mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have one just for a day. Now I know that. Just I would I would love to have a dick for a day. I mean I bet you would just jump would in you? front of the mirror and you'd you'd, you'd <laughs> well, like, Yeah, you would, 100%. <laughs> if Dame Herman were a gentleman, she would be enormously well endowed. Oh, thank you. She just just, just like that. Walk with her sternum, leading with her sternum with that kind of wonderful relaxed knowledge of what dangled between her legs. Lol. I just you know, she I just call it damn guys, damn Herman. She? That damn Herman. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like I have big dick energy and but I feel that is quite sexist to say that um and, and I feel big, as you said the clitoris has so many more nerves and and it's so much more energy. That's big clit think, energy. Big clit energy. Big clit energy is your new thing. So Tom, I've got a question. Oh, hit me. I can't imagine anything other than the sort of superstar that you are today, where everyone everyone knows you, everyone loves you, probably the most erudite man on the planet. I can't imagine you like anything other than this. So what was it like 10 years ago? What were you doing? I, I can't imagine you just like doing normal things. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Well, I was much the same, although um, my dad used to say, and he was enormously tickled by it, that in my erstwhile thespian days, I used to live off the smell of an oily rag. I toured endlessly around the United Kingdom, barely making ends meet. I mean, really, barely. I was utterly threadbare. I, occasionally, he would say, 
you know what you need to do to make life a bit easier. You need one of those network rail cards. Um, they're only £35, and then you can get anywhere you want to go for a What's certain a network price. rail card? I was going to say, don't you worry your little sweet face about that. Well, I know no. what I'm, I've got a network <laughs> rail card. They slap. And I said to him, I said to him, oh, Daddy, I, I said I'd love to, but I can't afford it. And he said, oh, my eldest has always lived off the smell of an oily rag. <laughs> and I really, I really did. I, I really did just because of love of the arts. And I would sort of live from play to play and barely get by. But, but no, the, I mean, the plum was there and the literature was there and the arts were there. And I mean, I remember the most wonderful things. I used to have a, a job in Harrods between plays selling perfume. Oh, really? No way. I, shift, mm, I did. And if I finished a shift before seven o'clock, mm. I knew I could go to the Royal Court and they had a pay what you can night on a Monday, and I would see the best plays in town for a pound. It was extraordinary. No way. I've always now, been. I pinch myself every day because I chose the flat that I live in now purely for proximity to that theatre. And I just did a, a big fundraiser for that theatre, and Aww. it just feels like the most, for me, a very kind of romantic bookend that I got that mini fairy tale in my life mm. because I'm so in love with the arts as, as Sophie knows I'm yes dotty about them mm. and uh, they've always been my life but now I'm able to enjoy them a bit more from both sides mm. of the footlights which definitely is, which is heaven you I feel yeah. like you should be the type of person that always walks around with a scribe so am I by the way but uh, you know that Chris Jenner <laughs> actually has a scribe who follows her constantly oh. writes down everything she says and I think it's genius and you definitely need that what a wonderful thing well the, the person that's brilliant at that mm. who I'm afraid I don't know but I, he's on my kind of long to meet list is uh, the playwright Adam Bennett whom I adore mm -hmm. and uh, if you read his diaries the latest one is called Keeping On Keeping On which I think is a fabulous title and he always jots down a very singular line the only one I can remember was the last time he was in New York mm -hmm. he bumped into a lady in a in a shop and she said oh I'm so sorry I zigged when I should have zagged oh, and he thought oh that's marvelous I have to write it down immediately <laughs> um, but I love that kind of very facile writer's brain that just says oh that's genius and it's mm. so unique to their idiom I've got to pen it down you know definitely you I also make the, the English language so much more picturesque and, and, and colorful to me because as obviously as a German, we've got a thousand words for everything. And, and I always feel like, oh, the British language yes. doesn't have that, that, or the English language doesn't have so much to fetch from, but there is actually so much and nobody really uses it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Tell me, Sophie, because because you'll know this about German, and it interests me hugely about uh, European languages. Yes. Because France have always been very strict about hoovering up words. You yeah. Know, they have an academy and they police the words that get used so that it remains very pure. And I think Germany have an academy too, don't they? We, I, I, we definitely have that. But things got a lot more relaxed in the last 15 years, I would say. So really? the, the German word, so that's also another word we created. Denglish, Deutsch English, um, is Das Denglish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that definitely now crystallized out of, you know, just modern, modern day language, which is basically yes. based on, on, on English, uh, that people adapted much more to it. Before that, we tried to replace every English word with a German one, but now now people are more relaxed about it. Even though we have different words, yes. like British words that mean different things in Germany, like mobile phone, for example, it's it's called handy. In oh my god! So, <laughs> so I mine saw, handy. I, I saw this thing the other day when my parents. you're gonna list, like I was yeah I think with a few days ago and I saw this. Uh, she was messaging her dad and her dad is puppy handy. <laughs> And I was like, a pappy handy is something. Those are two words that should never, ever be put together. And she got so annoyed. She's like, gross, don't put my dad no, in a hand job in the same. And now she, did you change it? Or is it still pappy handy? It's still pappy handy because I won't let you ruin that for me. It's already ruined. It's Mummy handy is worse. You, you tell him that when you meet him. He's very good at you. And, he, and I noticed earlier in the podisode but he did a wonderful little uh, impression of me right at the beginning. It was fleeting. Can you do it again, darling? What would you like me to say in Tom Reed Wilson voice? I'll say, what a dexterous tongue. I'll say, what a dexterous tongue. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thing is with Sophie is I, I've impersonated her so much that now art is created, like art imitating life, it's gone the other. And now she then sounds like my imitation of her and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I kind of adapted into this. It, it's, it sounds like a very slow person. Like, you know what, Freddie Mouse is oh, not all right. And I'm like, Sorry, do I really sound like this? Yeah, I sound like I've been hit over the head with a brick stone. Yeah. Are we going to be all right? Are we going to be all right? For, and now I literally adapted to it and now I speak like this. So thanks for creating this moment. Monster. Yeah. I mean, you can't close that box now. It's there forever. <laughs> it sticks. Something that I found out about you relatively recently, which I had no idea about, was, and if you don't mind talking about it, and because I don't think people know this, is that how you going on the voice mm. was actually by doing that, then put you in the limelight which then everyone sort of got to see you for who you are I'm like okay 
We didn't know, maybe not singing, even though you do have a wonderful voice, but everyone's like, okay, this guy is someone that everyone needs to yeah, hear more gosh, from. Gosh, well, you guys have really done your homework. But yes, it was an extraordinary thing because I was in a play at that lovely theatre in Windsor, the Theatre Royal, where Serena McKellen is doing Hamlet at the moment. And I was doing a terrible, very old Francis Durbridge murder mystery. And I thought to myself, I, I must have been. 28 or 29 and I thought I need to do something a bit bold to sort of penetrate the upper echelons because I'm sort of bumbling along really. Sophie's very good at that. (laughs) (laughs) She is very good at that. I'll attest to that. But um, so I did secretly, I I snuck away before a matinee and, um, and I auditioned for The Voice in Wembley. And you know how it's sort of very divergent from the X Factor because they do their auditions until you get on screen in secret, really, behind the scenes. Um, Mm. So I had about seven, I think, during the summer while I was doing the play. And eventually I got to film and I did flop in front of the judges. Uh, But the show itself was incredibly kind to me because I remember on the day they said, now, since you flopped, if you're lucky will play your whole song. If you're unlucky, you'll end up on the cutting room floor and no one will see you. And lo and behold, when it came out, they played eight minutes of me. I mean, my whole interview, backstory, exchange with the judges, whole song, everything. And um, that served as a kind of mini showreel. And without Mm. my knowing, a a wonderful lady called Frankie Nickel, who you might know, who's who's a, a casting director in television saw it and she was in the middle of assembling the original celebs go dating and they wanted this sort of person to greet everybody that was jolly hockey sticks but they didn't know if they wanted a guy or a girl or or what the role really was or anything so they just invited me in and I just had to talk to camera for about an hour and then I did it and again it was terribly liberating because they said to me you know, we don't even know if we want this part in the final product. So you might never see the light of day. And I thought, well, how liberating just to chat to people and for them to sieve for the golden nuggets or none at all, potentially. And I watched it back and that's how I learned, you know, what they sort of liked and what tickled them Mm. and what Mm. didn't work. And it was was a wonderful experience to learn about television and especially reality television, which I had never watched yeah. a single episode of. I mean, no one can prep you for reality TV in uh, drama school, I feel like. No, right? no, no, but no. Do you think and I, I have a kind of unique role because nobody um, uh, steers <laughs> me or, or, yeah. or directs me in it. So I feel very um, independent and I have a lot of agency in, in a sense, mm. which is lovely and I just get to chat away with people which is I think how I forge very close bonds with people like Sophie because we're not really talking about the romantic element because you're about to do that in great depth as soon as you go next door or upstairs in the old days and uh, so we get to chew the fat about 
simply our favourite things, don't we, instead? Mm. Which I adore. Also, <laughs> something you said, which I think we need to just definitely clear up, is that you said that you flopped. I genuinely thought you were really good. You were insane. Oh. I'm still don't... so shocked. That, like, they know what? I mean, oh, well, well, they, they have anyone... to cope with it now. You can Google it. You can... It's on Coming YouTube. Coming from it's... you, Freddie, where that voice proceeds from your larynx and socks you right in the solar plexus. That really is Thank high you. praise. <laughs> Because no, I don't know if great. the listeners have listened to Freddie, but he is one heck of a singer. I mean, his pipes are superlative. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, uh, it's He can also sing well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 his voice isn't that bad either. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. They don't call it I a actually, I actually... S- exactly. <laughs> She's back. When you were wasted, you know, the other day, you what kept now? asking me, you were like, I think you were like, and you're like, Freddie Mouse, is it true it's like Thor's hammer? <laughs> you did say I that. Didn't. You did. I didn't. She did. That's complete lies. <laughs> I did not ask that. Did Did you know that that's where Thursday comes from? Thursday is Thor's day. Oh. In, in, from Old Norse, yeah. And, really? And of course, that is supposedly where thunder and lightning comes from when he loses his temper and hurls his hammer and everything shakes and trembles and sparks fly in the best scenario um, definitely and yeah. what happens on, on wednesday nephew, we is, get that's woden's day and that's why that's why um in french jeudi because thursday i mean because yeah. it's jove uh, they reference jove instead of thor so who's jove day. he is thor but oh. he's he's the kind of uh, Roman version of Thor. Oh. Is that where "by Jove" yeah. the expression "by Jove" comes by from? By Jove, exactly. Yes, What's yes, Freddie. It's an English uh, English expression. By Jove, it's like it, very old. Do you want to tell me what it means? Saying, or I can imagine actually. Yes, that's something it's you'd like say. saying it's like saying "my goodness" or um, oh. by or "by George." Have you heard "by George"? No, no. Um, like in in my fair lady, by George. Says, by George, she's got it. By George, she's got it. By George, she's got it. Exactly. If anyone's been living on a different planet and uh, doesn't know about uh, Tom's podcast, which is where he discusses words, I'd love to actually ask you what's say of this week is the most interesting sort of case of etymology or of a word that just would sort of blow your mind that we use a lot of in the English language. Oh gosh. Well, I, I have to say on the on the podcast. My favourite ones are, like Sophie's, are ones that they coined themselves. I, I just adore those. And my favourite one uh, of recent episodes was Jennifer Saunders, who calls a poo the fourth because um, what her grandfather, let me get this right. Yes, he was a Cambridge Don. And there were three in his day major academic buildings at Cambridge. And the fourth was a little outdoor loo. So if you needed a poo, you would visit the fourth. And then it became a euphemism for going to the bathroom. And then eventually it became a euphemism for the deposit you would make. And that has stuck (laughs) in the Saunders household ever since. So she still says, I'm just going for a fourth. To the fourth, for a fourth. May the fourth be with you. Mm. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. Oh, God. Yes, and then funnily enough, her partner in crime, Dawn French, she sometimes uses horse as reference for going to the bathroom for the other end because she used to go on these great narrowboat holidays with her father. Mm. And 
they had no loo. So they would pee in a tin bucket. And as a reference to uh, the din of the wee on the tin, but also to uh, as a courtesy to cover up the sound of the din of the wee on the tin, they would cry horse every time somebody was spending a penny. You'd have to sing horse for quite a long time. It had to be a real sustained horse. And then you get the people be like, what did you call me? Yes. I didn't yes, say it horse. It had to be sort of, Semi-operatic, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. that is disgusting. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know there are a lot of bathroom ones. Spending That's, a penny. That's where Spending they're... a penny. We still call it pam-pam at home, and that is literally... Really? Is that, is that a... Happy handy. No, I gotta off. go pam-pam. <laughs> <laughs> no, pam-pam <laughs> actually came from the noise it makes when ah, you go number two. What are you doing in your household? The, the noise of the wee dying or the poo? <laughs> no, of... Yeah. No much number spy. two. Yeah. So That's the, it's kind of like pam, pam, yeah. Pam, pam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. It's so, it's just as I imagine you would poo, just very neatly, two little plops. Pam, like pam, a, exactly, pam. like a baby <laughs> rabbit. <neat> wipe. <laughs> oh my god oh, by the way i i don't do this i actually once um when i would be uh when i was ill in boarding school they sent me to the doctor and he asked me so how is your stool and i was like well it's velvet and in my room i mean call what the, the doctor fuck do you want? call the doctor like, now and he just looked at me it was a swiss doctor like Okay, you're fucking weird. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, okay, she's obviously got more of a neurological problem, so exactly. maybe let's not tap into We need that. more work than we think with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Tom, I'd love to ask you, obviously, you've been like a massive, uh, a massive asset to celebs go dating. With your dating life, how is that going? Well, I think even going would be a kind word for it. Um, relatively slow. And people always say... I've read so many things where people say, oh, he's intensely private. I honestly am not. I'd be singing it from the rooftops really? if there was something to sing. But there's very little to sing about. It's funny, I, I don't suffer from lack of attention so much as lack of being able to sustain, I think. I, I think that the trouble with me is that I'm sort of the whole smorgasbord in one go. You know when those lovely presentational silver dishes come out with the mm. lid on. Yeah. A date with me is like the lifting of that lid. Because cloche. Absolutely everything. Yes, the cloche mm. in one go. And that's very exciting for about 10 minutes. But I am yet to be able to sustain my overture, you know, and, and get to the 11 o'clock number to kind of mix my metaphors. I need lessons in that. I, I think... Freddie, you might be able to teach me. You you seem like somebody that's able to peel the onion jolly slowly and and take a long time to get to the lovely juicy kernel. No, I think that's I think that's a really a really sort of good attribute because then you're sort of on the first date you're saying exactly who you are and you're not trying to lie. You're not trying to pretend you're anyone you're not. So surely then by doing that, that should then, you're sort of like laying your cards down being like, this is who I am. And then you're more likely to find the right person. But you're probably less likely to find, you know, it's very easy to find the wrong person because people be like, well, actually, that's not really what I'm into. But I would definitely keep doing that lifting lid sort of really? uh, strategy. I would say so, because I'm, then you're more, the likely, you're more likely to find the right person. 
Well, we we actually talked about this, so yeah. didn't we? About how with the whole chucky box in one go and definitely, I think it's so important to put your cards on the table, and 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 that's why people maybe like think that I'm like intimidating, but no, it's just you know I have to get all of this information out in one go, and <laughs> if they get scared, then good because then you're clearly not for me. Well, exactly. But I think it's like a long weeding process in a, yeah. in a very beautiful garden. There are kind of oodles of blooms not the kind of weeding process <laughs> i love a good weeding process yeah. <laughs> uh, but i guess my biggest epiphany of recent years is that i am enormously happy with my lot i have three gorgeous god kids who i see nearly every week i've got two gorgeous nephews whom i see as often as i can they're in manchester they just left me today and we head to the theater and we have the most glorious time and I'm sort of a, a, a quasi Mary Poppins figure in their lives floating you in. are every time You're I speak Mike, to Mike you Poppins, but it's it. so true because every time I speak to you you're either assisting a birth or like carrying five children like the sound of music yes. through the park <laughs> I mean you you have such a fulfilled family life I, I um, do and and honestly I mean if I lived as I live today with yeah. my babes and with my beloved chums and my family, uh, I'm really happy with my lot. And I could live like this until the day I die. I mean, I'd have to have sex apades, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would be very happy to live my life like this. And I think that's quite an important discovery because that awful thing that people say when as soon as you stop looking, it will come. It's like saying, yeah. don't think of a pink elephant. It's ghastly. You know, it's the mm. first thing you think of. But if you truly get to the stage where you don't want anything and somebody comes into your life and they're just a beloved, much respected, treasured addition to your lot that you're happy with, that's perfect. Mm. So wise, so true. Well, I do think that. And I think if you took a really candid survey about 50% of people in this country who are in relationships would say that they're in them because they're not sure of how to be or who to be out of them. Yeah. And um, and the other 50% are gloriously happy or stimulated or making it work in a really wonderful dynamic way. Mm. And uh, and I'd much sooner like my lot and and be a solo enterprise than be in the 50% who aren't quite happy but are nervous of the alternative. I think this was such an important lesson, um, you know, that you actually basically have to find peace and happiness within yourself and with your, that that that's the most important relationship. Yes. Actually, that's what there the are... little note that you wrote me. Fred gave me this wonderful gift uh, in, in the last Made in Chelsea season, in the end of season oh. um, uh, episode, uh, when uh, I just broke up with Tom. And and he said you're looking yes. at the uh, only person that you that you need to love, which is um, so true. And you just cemented. And I think that's oh. actually a really really good lesson for our listeners. That's a very good charm right there. So just like expected. 
Tom. He is just too good, that guy. Mm. I, and also, I've, I cannot actually imagine him in a bad mood. He's always just so friendly. And like, okay, if you ever have the pleasure of meeting Tom, firstly, go and say hi to him because he's super, super friendly. But he's just, so, he's got this like warmth about him. You he's know? the most uplifting, positive, lightly spirited person ever. Yeah. And he also, he just makes you feel like you're the most special person in the room. Yeah. And he's not even, you know, it doesn't doesn't give off a fake vibe. He actually means it. Maybe that's just with me, though. So, no, I think with everyone. I think anyone. I do this. know that I have an extra special place in his heart, though. That, that's the charm of Tom. He makes everyone feel like that. <laughs> he says that to all the stars. Anyway, guys, there it is. Tom Reed Wilson. Legend. What a guy. What I love a you, guy. darling. Love you. This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.